Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So. In case you ain't know So, and welcome back to another dope episode of Sports with So So. Coming to you live, y'all. This week, the Heat earn another trophy in Boston as they get ready for the NBA Finals. The Panthers, they find out who they get to face in the Stanley Cup Finals. And we got a recap of the Miami Golf Bros Open 2023. It's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go. Damn, dog. We've seen a lot of each other lately, dog. <laughs> a little too much, dog. A little too much. What's a little too on, much. Though? What's going on, my brother? How you living, dog? Oh, uh, man. Much better now, bro. Right? Back home. I'm uh, I'm a victor. Congratulations. Uh, you know, this is uh, just part of the winning culture here in South Florida, you know what I mean? So I, I had to I had to go out there and, you know, do my thing the way that our teams have been performing I mean, as of late. I mean, when, when you live in a city that's full of teams that are competing for championships, it's only right that you compete for championships yourself, you, you know, know what I'm mean? saying? And, uh, yeah, bro, it was an amazing weekend. Uh, what an event. And, you, and for sure, we're going to break it down in full next, in the next couple of minutes here. Um, what an amazing weekend for real, man. We got to experience some pretty highs and, and some, some pretty lows this weekend, bro, with our Miami Heat. And man, you know, watching that, that game six lost dog as we were watching it all together in the room, just chilling. Um, shout out to all the boys. Um, Not just game six, though. So Game five, too, man. We suffered two losses together, all of us together, bro. One room. Well, not full, 99%. <laughs> yeah, Frank, where were you? <laughs> Jeez. No, 98% because the other 1% was rooting for the fucking Celtics. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Danny, <laughs> who's who's not really a, a Celtics fan, but it's no. just more so of a Heat hater. Yeah, man. There, there are a lot out there, man. But and needless to say, he's rooting for the Nuggets this coming series. Facts. And yeah, bro, that, that game five loss was rough. Because we knew that Boston was going to come out with energy and play well. And that's exactly what they did. They came out there. They really balled out. Um, he really didn't put anything together. We looked bad. Jimmy uh, Bam didn't play well, right? And I don't want to say we could see the loss coming, right? But that environment, being on the road and stuff like that, like that shit was going to be hard. Yeah. We, we, we knew we were up for a tough task, bro. I mean, we were asking for a sweep. Right, you know what I mean, and we're talking about the number two seeded Boston Celtic team that we lost to on on one shot last yeah. year to go to the finals, basically. Right. So it's like we, you know, we we had a feeling it was going to be tough to to get the sweep done, um, and then that was okay to lose that game. Um, but it was it was it was the one that hurt the most, man. Was that Saturday night game, man? That shit really did hurt. Dog. That one hurt the most, man, and just the way that it ended, really. That 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 Thursday night game was rough. It was really rough to watch and to endure. Um, but then we, we thought about it and we were like, all right, we're going to recoup, go out there and win game six on our home floor, right? Take care of business and get some rest before we, we face the Nuggets. Didn't work out that way, right, unfortunately. But the way that the Heat played, they showed a lot of their resiliency, a lot of grit, right, uh, coming back from being down for a good stretch of the game. And then we saw Bam have a, a bad performance, right? Um, only had, I think, seven shots or something like that, which is abysmal. We need that guy shooting the ball 15, 20 times a game. Great word there. You like that, huh? Um, 
that whole that whole game was kind of weird for us, dog. And yeah, we hit some big shots. We looked nervous. We, we were nervous, you know. Jimmy was hesitant. Super. He wasn't hesitant. going up strong. He was pulling, pumping, 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 and then would go up, you know, not not looking like himself. Uh, we we really weren't clicking, and even we still managed to make a comeback and yeah. get in the mix all the way towards the end. On the strength of the whole entire team being defensively sound, you know, I told you this before the series even started that I thought that we were the better defensive team, right? And it, it's been proven so far. It's been proven through those six games because every time we beat Boston, we beat them handily. Two times that they beat us, they didn't really beat us handily, and we were kind of in it until like the fourth quarter or mid-third quarter, and then it was a wrap. But with, with game six, we got that control back. We we make the comeback. We hit some big shots, right? Duncan hits a, hits a big shot. Uh, Jimmy comes down, makes some big free throws. Bam, you know, he make, did the best that he could defensively. Well, well, he did the best he could. You can look back, though, and there was a couple of mishaps there as well for, for us. You know, we, were, we weren't getting some calls. That was yeah. a big topic of discussion in the room that night, you throws. know, between us, you know, all being Heat fans and, you know, we're asking where are the calls, you know, we're at home, you know, we should be getting these calls and, and one person in the room going, oh, you guys want every single call, stop crying. Um, but, well, you, you know, are, we, we also missed opportunities too on our own, man, where, you know, Duncan Robinson in that one play where wide open three-pointer he, he hesitated for a moment took a dribble you know and then went up and just completely missed it hit the back iron and rebounded you know that would have put us up three points at that point in the game you know and it wouldn't have been uh you know a one-point game you know to close out maybe it would have been a, a three-point game or a two-point game and instead of them winning it they they tie it and we go to overtime and maybe we True. can close out there a lot of things that you can look at but the most devastating thing of all was just the ending of that game. Yeah, you're talking about, you know, making the play defensively, right? For the entire time that they had the ball, we get a, a, a good defensive inbound. We we actually defend Tatum so he doesn't get the inbound pass, which was huge, which was, they forced the ball to Marcus Smart, who is, who's the perfect guy we want shooting this ball, right, in this type of scenario. He gets a shot off completely off and the one place it could freaking bounce to that would favor the Celtics it bounces that way and it falls right into Derek White's hands and he just put it up right before the clock 0.3 seconds 0.3 seconds left in the game and he and he got it off it sucked the air out of the room out of Heat fans not necessarily the Heat players out of the Heat fans for sure because we had just done all this work right to to win this game at home and really put the series to bed and now we're putting ourselves in a situation where we got to go on the road to get a game seven. But, you know, I'm sure you, anybody who's a Heat fan has seen it this week already, right? The clip of Jimmy Butler, the dude's that <laughs> jersey you're rocking. Um, his statement from last year's press conference, game seven, where we lost, right? On the last second shot, he's like, we're going to be here next year and we're going to be better for it. And damn it, that dude was right. You know, Jimmy came like out. an oracle. You know, I don't know about all that, but he, I mean, he called it, dog. I mean, he how, called he, it. He called. He's going to be in the same exact situation, game seven. Right. But we're going to close out. Yeah. And 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 the, he walked away with a with a easy one hundred three to eighty four victory, right? Which was not how we thought it was going to be, but we were ex- obviously excited that it did go that way in that blowout fashion. Um, and and just the way that everybody played, you know, we knew that there was going to be um, a lot of give and take. Right, we knew that the Celtics were going to have an answer in, in the second half, no matter what happens in the game. Right, they were going to make a second half run because that's what they're about. And the Heat, bro, 
not only did they get off to a good start, they really dominated that game front to back, right? We were gave, able to get the shots that we wanted to get, and we knocked them down, mostly from the three-point shot, which obviously fluttered the crap out of the, the, the Celtics. And I mentioned it on the recap, you know, like when, when a team is shooting damn near 50% from three, you know you're going to have to do a lot of work defensively because it's not the main guy hitting three. It's all the other guys combined. Dude, Jimmy, Jimmy was pulling up. He hit two big threes in the first half. Yeah. Caleb Martin had threes. Uh, Gabe Vincent, the resurgence of Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Max Struess is in there. You know, Cal Lowry pulling and popping. You know, we, 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 yeah. had, we had a lot of guys, man, that were firing. And, and not just that, the storyline going into that game seven was, you know, the, the, the officiating. You know, you got oh, Scott yeah. Foster, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you also had, I think, Tony Brothers was the other. Correct, he was the other one. The other official, and, you know, historically, you know, we don't do well when they're officiating our games. He took a game, and we took the game completely out of the, ref, the ref's hands. You know, we played some really clean basketball. Didn't have a lot, a lot of mistakes, a lot of turnovers and, and things like that, like nope. stupid dumb penalties. You know, the fouls were, you know, they were smart fouls. We, there really weren't any that like were really egregious. So we were like, really, bro? Like you're, like we got some of those in fuck game five and six that we were like, dog, you're going to call that? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And it, that really didn't happen. I think in game seven, we played a pretty clean game. And I mean, I don't know what the stat line was on steals, man, but we, we, we controlled the ball early on as far as, you know, being able to keep that pace up and putting the pressure on them to make mistakes and, you know, capitalizing off those turnovers. Yeah, we definitely did capitalize off those turnovers, dog, you know, and we had 21 points off their turnovers. That's a lot. And most of them were threes that were hit in transition or at least it's a four on five. Now they're playing. They can't cover the extra man. Boom, we get an open three where a guy like Struess is feeling confident to put up six threes and goes to two or three. The, the dude that that – that we really got to talk about right now Let's when it comes it. to this game. Give him his flowers right now, dog. He deserves it's more it. than flowers, dog. Like it's it's unfounding respect and gratitude that we owe Kato Martin, dog. Because this dude has really taken on the challenge since day one, right? That he was going to be put in a starter role, and he knew that he was going to be put in a starter role. He took that challenge on and was our. Most consistent player throughout the entire season, dog. Yeah, Bam balled out and was an all-star. But he he fell off the second half of the season. I would even Caleb go, was that dude for us every part of the season. I'm sorry to cut you out, but I would even go as far as saying Caleb was our most consistent player this series against the Celtics. Absolutely. And I would even go as far as saying even slightly more consistent than Jimmy. Absolutely. I would agree with you, dog. I don't think that that's crazy. And in my heart, I felt like Caleb did deserve the MVP. You know? We... Granted, Jimmy had a great Jimmy got offensive. Us there. He got us there. Amazing offensive performance and, and huge clutch shots against the Knicks. But all throughout that, even throughout the losses, you look at the stat sheet, you look at the impact on the game, and who's playing hard? Caleb Martin is that dude. He's playing like that dude. He's playing like a like a guy who's fighting for his lunch, dog. You know what I mean? And it's just it's 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 just so refreshing to see a guy play like that and even more refreshing that the guy's in our uniform. You know, because usually it's guys like Caleb that come out of fucking nowhere, right? Uh, uh, allegedly come out of nowhere and tear tears everybody up in one postseason run. This dude's been with us for uh, a good minute, right? Two years. A good minute. And he Two has half. earned every step of the way that he's gone, dog. And for him to be getting this type of love and, and respect from not only his peers, but like NBA guys starting to take notice of this guy, you know, and say, who the hell is he? 
Now they know who Caleb Martin is because we got to see it. Well, we don't know, know the de- I, I don't know the details of Caleb's contract right now off the top of my head. I know we signed them last year when we signed them for, I think it was like two years, $18 million, something along those lines. We have them for the next two years. The next year, I think it's six to seven no, no, million. No, this was the first year of the, of two, the, of the two years. Of the, two, of the th- three years. This it was, was the first year. year so deal. there's another two years. The third year is a player option at seven million. So we have like, them for or sure. nine million. So we have them for sure for 14, next year, something like that in that range. Yeah, we have them for next year, and pretty and much. And then he has the option in that third year that if he keeps year. his play going. I mean, if the, if, the, if if he keeps playing, you know, the way that he does. I mean, just with his performance alone, if he goes out and he has a solid season next year, bro, I don't see why that guy isn't in line to make a hundred million dollars the way they're handing out hundred million dollar contracts in the NBA these days. He would definitely deserve it, dog. And a five year, hundred million dollar contract. I don't see that being too far fetched for a guy like that. He would definitely deserve it. Because he's a triple threat. He can defend, he can make shots, and he's solid at the free throw line. What more do you want? He, he's not. A, he's a guy that you can. He can create his own shot. And when he's really feeling it, like he was feeling it against the Celtics, he's gonna make those shots yeah. and really put make an impact. Well, he can finish at the rim. He can shoot the three. You know, he, he can do a, a variety of things offensively. And then you talk about the defense, man. You, you talk about. I mean, there was this was also going around the room that night, man. And I gotta call out Danny because Danny gave us a lot <laughs> of shit that night. Sorry, man. Danny, you're gonna have to eat it, dog. Sorry, not sorry, Danny. But you gotta eat it the way we ate it that night, bro. But you know, he was like, oh yeah, you guys keep talking about the heat culture and. The heat culture, bro. Caleb Martin is the embodiment of heat culture. You know what I mean? Jimmy Butler is the embodiment of heat culture. Those guys right there, you look at those guys, that is what the heat culture is. And even if you want to exclude Jimmy from that group, right? You talk about Caleb Martin, right? You talk about Gabe, Struz, Duncan, yeah, uh, even fuck it, Highsmith, you know? These are minutes from Highsmith in the last couple games. These are guys that you can just throw out there on the court and expect. This level of defense, this level of hustle, this level of knowledge, because that is what he culture is. It's not about all the the points. We've never been a team, except for the LeBron era with Wade and Bosh, right, where we're like, yeah, we're going to put up 130 points every single night, you know, and you got to score 140 to beat us. That's not this team. This team is the complete opposite. We're going to D you up, and we're going to take your best guy and shut him down. We're going to take your next best guy and shut him down, and we're going to make you have your – Unsung heroes make big shots like our unsung heroes can make big shots. Yep. You know? uh, dog, that dude, Caleb Martin, played 45 minutes. You know, let's look at his stat line. 11, 11 of 16, f- 4 of 6 from 3, no free throws, 3 offensive rebounds, 7 defensive rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 1 turnover, 26 points in 45 minutes. That's not – that's that's a dude – that's, who that's obviously feels confident, but this is a dude who feels even more in place with what is being asked of him and what his role is. Like he, you could tell he's comfortable, dog. You know, on the court, he ain't second guessing anything, and he's just going with it. And you mentioned something now that that that, that I say that you mentioned something earlier with Jimmy. His effectiveness came this game because he went straight up. He didn't rely on that pump fake yeah. and shit to try to get free throws. As a matter of fact, that he only had six free throws for the entire game. Five or six from the free throw line. And we only had six free throws from the entire game. And Bam hit four or four. Everybody shitting on Bam. Hold this, on. This dude made his, his free throws. And, and let me say one more thing. Just to go finish off it, my Because we got to go into that discussion now. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know, when I, when Jimmy has a 12 or 28 night, uh, one or two from the free throw lines, you know, seven rebounds, six assists, three steals, 28 points, did everything, right? Did everything. The key defensive effort came from Bam. Bam not only out, 
had to fight with Robert Williams and box him out and Horford and all these dudes, which he did effectively, which allowed guys like Martin, Lowry, Butler, um, all those dudes to go in there and get rebounds. Bam did a lot of defensive work as far as getting rebounds and avoiding the Celtics getting offensive rebounds. Last thing I'm going to say on Bam is this. He sets the picks that make us go uh, 14 of 28 from the free throw, from the three-point line. He sets those picks. He's the one giving these dudes wide-open looks. Yeah, he's not going to get the assist, but that plays a big role in our offense, Hockey which is assist. a pick and roll. That's fine, man. You know, I got love for Bam. He's, you know, he's been spectacular. He's been, you know, one, you know, our number two, right? It's Jimmy one, Bam two. You know, you argue Heroes three right now. He's been overtaken by Caleb Martin. Yeah. Uh, with Heroes absence. But, you know, the fact that you're a 20 point scorer historically for the Heat. True. Night in and night out for us. You're our biggest guy, our biggest weapon. You're versatile. You can get to the rim. You can shoot those mid-range jumpers. How many points did he put up that last night? Yeah, 12. But he almost oh, had a... Uh, yeah, so he had four points for free throws. So he had eight points for us in 48 um, minutes of basketball. Eight four points ten. for a guy that's almost seven feet tall. I get that you're banging down low with Robert guy Williams. I get that you're banging low, down low with Al Horford. But there was also how many turnovers from Bam? I can't tell you right now. He four. had four turn. Bro, those four turnovers a were quarter. some of the that's, worst turnovers that I saw in the paint, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a third we, of our we, turnovers. It's a lot. That's fine that we had. You know, he had, he did the picks and he did the other little stuff. But I'm telling you right now, so for us to go in and beat. The Nuggets on oh, the road. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have to. We score. can't have this shit from Bam, dog, and that's why I'm so upset. I get that. I get that's that. That's why I'm upset. I get that, dog. And and you know what? I feel you, Heat Nation. You know what I'm saying? You guys feel just like my manager will right here. But here's what I'll say, dog. If you tell me that Bam goes out there against the Nuggets, right, and limits a guy like Djokovic from Djokic, Djokic from 37 points a game to fucking 32 points, 31 points. A game in a seven game series, six game series. I'm gonna say that's more than enough for us to win. If he's only putting up eight points every single one of those games, if he's putting up, even if he's putting up eight points, and we and and he's getting those assists, and he's getting those assists, then yes, absolutely, because we gotta we gotta we we, we're fooling ourselves to 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 tell ourselves, hey, bam, you gotta turn it on offensively and go at it. For whatever reason, it's not happening right now. And maybe a lot of that has to do with him giving up his shots. You know what I mean? Like, when Caleb's hot, you feed Caleb the ball. If Jimmy's hot, you feed him the ball, dog. That game that Lowry was hot, you feed him the ball, dog. You do that. And if you're Bam, dog, you do that. Because at the end of the day, it helps us win. It makes us more dangerously defensively, and it makes our offense, which has always been a stagnant half-court offense, make flow even more efficiently because now we're on the move, and now our shooters can can shoot. There was a lot of times that Bam even brought up the ball, right, in the fourth quarter. They're throwing it in, and they're giving it to Bam, and Bam's a point Bam, right, where he's the one bringing it up, and then boom, and then immediately set the pick to let the offense flow like that and make it easier for us to get matches. I get it, man. I know know the value. I know his value. I know what he brings to the table, man. It's just frustrating to see your your number two guy that's our biggest guy play so small, man. Okay. And time and time again, I mean, dog, that that bug that Alpha Horford had on him in game six. embarrassing. I know that Bam's mom is still thinking about that block, bro. (laughs) That's how embarrassing that shit was because... I said, are you going to let Al Horford nah, do that to you, dog? It. 
Like you, that that's my thing, bro. Like he he hesitates sometimes. That that hesitancy that Jimmy had between games five and six that we that we saw that he corrected in game seven. Yeah. That was the correction I wanted from Bam. Play with more confidence. Play bigger when it comes to getting the for ball sure, in the hoop. For sure. Joel. I love the intangibles up from the defense and from the you know the leadership and doing what you need to do, but I just want more. And I will say that what I did see in this series that I missed that we haven't seen in a while, dog. We got to give credit to that Duncan Robinson Bam out of bio connection because some of the biggest alley oop slams that we've seen in these playoffs have, have come at th- that connection right there, more so with Duncan Robinson. I don't know what it is about the way that they run their pick and rolls, but Bam is usually wide open for a nice I mean, alley oop. I know exactly what it is. Duncan's the real three point threat. You know what I mean? When this dude is what? Uh, two of three from, from deep in those 20 minutes that he plays, that shit hurts you. You know, it hurts you. It hurts you when Caleb Martin goes four or six. It hurts you. Caleb Martin and Jimmy Butler combined for 56 points. 56 points? Yeah. Oh, 54. 54. That's, that's crazy, son. It's not that crazy because, again. It is because it's Caleb. Yeah, but some could even argue, Joel, that Caleb, like you said, has been our best player this entire series. So then what does that make Jimmy? Our second best player the entire series, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, offensively, Bam hasn't had to do it this series. His and, and and truth be told, his matchups were harder. You know what I'm saying? Those those Nick matchups were a lot easier because a lot of those guys were going to try to, you know, do the dumb shit. And Bam can get away with the dumb shit. That's why he averaged 16 points against the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? That's why he averages about 20 points against the Bucks. This one was going to be different. He's going up against two guys who can really defend. You know what I mean? Horford can really defend. We saw how many blocks Williams got on everybody. You know, there were times that he even bullied Jimmy around the around the rim. So uh, I'm not, not making excuses for Bam for how he comes up short at times, right? It isn't that aggressive. We need to see the aggressiveness. That's the main key. You and I have talked about it. Once we, he hits 20 points, shit, the Heat are damn near winning that, every, that game against anybody. It doesn't matter where, when, or what's at, st- or, uh, at the cost. And, and we need it now more than ever because yeah. this opponent we're going to go face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no joke, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, it's they're, no uh, joke, bro. They're we, they, got, they got firepower. They got the league MVP, two-time league MVP. You know yeah, what I mean? This yeah. guy don't miss, bro. I, have, I look at highlights of this guy, bro, and I go, how, how are we going to defend this guy when he can shoot from anywhere on the court? And My- he's, a, he's a passing monster. He's an assist machine. So let's talk about it. What do you think is the best way to defend those guys? Because in my opinion, right, the the dude not to to take away is not necessarily Jokic. He's Jamal Murray. It's it's Murray, dog. We've struggled against guards, right? We can't let this dude go off because once he starts scoring, then come the assist. Right, because if he has twenty five points and it's the third quarter, we start biting on. We start biting on that, and then he he opens up the rest of the offense. El otro tiene quince, el otro tiene dieciocho. No, 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 no. We can't do that. We can't afford that. So we need to make sure that we lock him down the most that we can. Right. So that means that Caleb's going to get a lot of minutes. That's number one. Number two, we got to win the second unit, quote unquote, battle. That's that's the battle we got to win. Every time that their star and our stars are on the bench, Bam is sitting, this dude is sitting, all right, cool. Those are the minutes we got to win. And, and Sergio, you know, shout out shout out to him. He's always pointing that out when, we, when we're talking about and watching the games. Like, yo, we got to win these Jimmy-less minutes. And it's like, yep, we got to get these. Who's on the court? Caleb? Hey, Caleb, go for it. Oh, you can't make it? Fuck it. Give it to Struz. Struz, you go for it. And we go like that. Those are the two keys, in my opinion, of how we're going to win this. Dog. Uh, the Joker's going to get his, dog. It's like I told you. If you limit him from 37 to 32, that's a win. 
If you limit him from 37 to 29, shit, you're giving yourself a real chance. That's what Bam's main objective is. Affect that guy as much as possible yeah. because he's going to be able to guard him around the, the three-point line, which is where he does a lot of his work, and on the pick and rolls, which they run a lot as well. We just need help from everybody else, to, you know, collectively to, to win the battle of the boards. Didn't really kill us, and we won games in spite of that. I think we're the better shooting team. No, but we lost the battle of the boards game five and six. Yes, yes. And we lost the battle of the battle of the boards this game too. But it didn't kill us because we were killing it from three. Right. So that's what we got to do. We got to keep shooting well, right? whether it's from three or not. Keep shooting well. Limit Murray. Shut him down as, as much as you can. Really make that the effort. Depend on Bam to go one-on-one. We're going to lose that battle 50% of the time. Cool. What we can't lose is the battle of Murray versus our guards. We need to win that because it's not just one guard. It's going to be a combination of guards. It's going to be Strews, Vincent. Um, who's the guy that I'm missing? Uh, shit. Caleb. Caleb Martin. And Caleb's going to cover him a lot. You know and then I mean? Lowry. And Lowry's going to cover him You know, what I'm interested to see, you know, we, we so, this past series, we didn't see a whole lot of Kevin Love. No, who we saw you know, so. some, some really good minutes in the first couple series, you know, and we, we didn't really see Cody Zeller either, you know, to, you know, we see, we saw Highsmith come in and uh, get, get some meaningful minutes in these last couple games. Yeah. You know, do we see him more? You know, I'm curious to see what, what coach Spo does for this series, man. I mean, yeah. I trust him, bro. what I have to say is nothing. I'm here to react to what coach Spo and the boys do Facts. night in and night out. You know, I can't really say, you know, what, what I think they should do with this matchup. That's for them to decide. All I know is, you know, the way that we've played in the games that we've won, Especially, you know, the, 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 the backs against the wall games, the closeout games. True. You know, if we just look at this series like, hey, every game is a closeout game, backs against the wall going home if we don't win this one. I mean, I, I think we have a good shot, man. I don't think it's going to be easy by any means. I think this is the hardest task we faced all year, all playoffs. You know, um, so we, we were, you know, I think the team is focused. I don't think they're going, going into it thinking that the Nuggets or anybody is going to lay down, especially on a, a, a week's rest before their, you know, That's finals be debut. Huge. You know, the, I think, you know, right now they're obviously going to be the favorite. I mean, considering we were only a, had given a 3% chance by ESPN against the Celtics, Lord knows what our, our chances are right now, you know, as far as ESPN and Vegas are against, um, against them. But it's like your shirt says so. City Miami against everybody, dog. Shout out to Empire. Shout out to Steve, man. Yeah, it's Miami versus everybody for sure. Obviously, nationwide, people are picking the Nuggets. We're okay with that. Always. Spo would always be okay with that, so I'm okay with that. And I think that, you know, some of the matchups definitely favor us, dog. And, and the Heat are not here by happenstance, dog. The Heat are here because they deserve to be here, and they've done really big things and great things to get here. You beat the Bucks team, you beat the Knicks team, and then you take out another a Celtics team. You deserve to be. You in beat the, the one, two, and the four seed, bro. Yeah, I mean, you didn't just beat. I think the first ever or second ever, second ever East two, a seed to, to, reach to the make finals. it the finals. The first one was the ninety nine Knicks Knicks over the Pacers. Yeah, that year. Um, also, another cool moment. Um, you know, Bam's holding the Eastern Conference Finals trophy. Tries to hand it over to Jimmy. Jim, Jimmy was didn't even have an ounce of excitement in his face. That, not it's dog, like not it's, it's like Jimmy Jimmy's. Demeanor is that of like a kid that's playing a video game, right? And like, you know, he has to beat a really hard level to get to the next one. Right. And then it's like that, right? You beat a hard level to get to the next one. And then you got to beat that one to get to the next one. But if you don't beat it, you start over at the first one. Yeah. But to somebody brand new starting it, it's like when they beat that first level, you're like, oh my God, you beat it. You're like, I've been here before, dog. 
it's not the one I, it's not, that's not the one I got my eye on. I'm looking at the final one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need to get through all the levels right here. And and that's that's exactly what he did. He, he was like, nah, man, I'll hold the next one, is yeah. what he uttered under his breath. And, and that's and you said that demeanor, I think it's just the, the belief and confidence that he's playing with right now, that the team is obviously playing with right now. And they have a lot of that because of Spo, you know, and, and, and the type of game planning that goes down. Uh, the assistant coaches that, that we have are amazing. And these guys really do make it a, a a team effort, dog. A lot of these heat wins are team efforts, dog, where you get multiple guys in double figures as far as scoring. And and that's the way it's got to be for the Heat, you know? And I think that it has, to. has to be. And I think that trend continues. You know, I know that everybody nationwide and fuck them, you know, because they're not real Heat fans like we are. Like, they're picking the Nuggets just based fuck off Dave stats. Bornoy. Yeah, fuck that guy for life. Um, Like, they don't know that we're at a certain level, right? And right now, the Heat are playing at a level where we really can be tested and are still going to be, you know, confident in any situation that we're in. That's why I'm giving us a chance. We're going to win this in six, seven games without a doubt, dog. Without uh, a doubt. Uh-huh. I think it's going to go the full seven. But, of course, dog. I mean, I wouldn't be wearing this jersey right now. Chico, we're going to go out there I and win game one. have full confidence in our, in our team. And what did you just say? We're going to go out there and win game one. That's, that, was, that was something I was going to ask you. We've won every single game one so far this postseason. All of them have been on the road. We going out there and winning game one, dog. You heard it right here. Upset. It's not an upset. It's just that it's, something it that we've, we've done, upset. though. But we've done but it. We, it's not an upset for us. It's just yeah. what we've done. Uh, yeah, it's what we do, dog. This team does that. This team does that. Game one, man. Thursday. I can't wait. Took uh, off 830. The first of the month. Starting off. June 1st. Yeah, man. And game two, Saturday. And then we'll be back in the booth. One other thing before we jump off this heat topic. Tuesday. Tyler Hero has been made available to resume basketball activities. We need as much firepower going into this game. How do you feel about Tyler Hero's return? I like it. I think it's extra firepower for the bench. You know, I wouldn't necessarily get him in those starter minutes, but I see him right now at this point like a better version, obviously the ultimate version of like a Strews, Gabe Vincent game, Duncan game, where this guy gets hot and here's 25 points, you know? And I I just don't think that it'd be fair to him to just throw him into the starting lineup and asking him to play starter minutes. But it'll also throw off our chemistry, right? We got to work with a lot of the stuff that has been getting us there. But knowing how Tyler Hero is and how much he's bought into the culture and knows what, what the assignment is and what's at, what's at hand here, he lost that bubble finals, so he knows what's at stake. Uh, he's not a guy that's going to say no to any role that Spoke gives him. You know what I mean? So I think him coming off the bench as a sixth-man, seventh-man is so deadly. Part of winning that second-unit battle. Who the fuck are they bringing in that's as good as Tyler Hero, dog? Not as good. What we've seen is the spark come from a guy named Kyle Lowry. Now, if you're telling me the spark is coming from Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry is going to be feeling, uh, feeding Tyler Hero, I'd rather have that. You know, where Tyler can put up his shots and not worry about Jimmy or Bam or these guys getting touches. He's going to go out there and shoot it, you know. And, and that's a dangerous weapon. He's an X factor for us. Yeah, I'm curious about the chemistry and how that's going to be impacted. But he's a Heat guy. He's been here. We've seen him, you yeah. know, win six men of the year. We've seen him perform in the finals and stuff. Yep. And uh, again, my, my, my sentiment is against the team this talented in the Nuggets. We need all hands on deck. Max. Everybody, everybody we got. 
And then their cousins and brothers and everybody <laughs> behind them too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to be a full team effort. It's going to be wild, man. Thursday night tip off June 1st. Uh, June is going to be wild because we have Heat game yep. followed by Panthers games. Yep. And after, after the Heat games, you guys are going to be able to check out your boy Soso on the Heat Post-game recap, it's been such a fucking good time doing those things after big victory stock. Oh, I missed game four, game four, game five and game six. Sorry, I was on the road. For all those people who messaged me, yeah. It's oh, not, you're not going to do it because loss? It's not going to, because the heat lost. We did game four. My dog was traveling. Yeah, I was traveling, dog, you know. And we did game four and nobody said shit, so whatever. Um, yeah, man, but the heat game, uh, post-game recap is going to be out there. And we're going to have some special guests joining us here and there. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Tell a friend to tell a friend to hit that notification button so you guys know when we drop. Shit like that, man. It's going down. Uh, yeah, you mentioned the Panthers making their second ever Stanley Cup finals. What? What? Get out of here, dog. During our lifetime, bro. Dog, get out of here. Two of Why? our major sports franchises dog. in their respective championship final and, series. And not only how they got like, At the same time. There, how they got there, dog. Both they they're mirrors of each other, dog. Mirrors. We've been talking the, about that. Except for the the Panthers, the they way got, that they they got the out. series sweep, dog. Like these guys, we saw, almost had it, man. They saw Carolina was like, yo, we're not messing around with these guys. Let's just you know. Take so care wait, of let's go back. One was the game four that we won. Was that last Tuesday, Wednesday? What yeah, it must have been before the trip. Before Wednesday, we Wednesday because they Thursday. Cl- right. It was Wednesday because then they cl- that was the closeout game, I think. And we knew that they had already advanced. Um, trying to think about that game, man. I saw the game was so long ago already, and we already won that. I don't even remember the details of it so much. Dog, but but what it's it's been the same thing with this team, dog. Like they find ways to win to win games. You got you what got. What was the score of the What was the final score of our game? I don't even remember I'll tell you right now. Was it like four two? I think three two. Nah, we took care of those guys pretty handily. Um, Why can't I remember? The first game was last Thursday, right? Uh, and then we had we had the game on Monday before we left for the trip. And then while we were on the trip, that's when they closed out the series. Yeah, we won four three. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But but it's it's the same thing, Joel. Like the overtime game was won by guess who? Matthew, Matthew Kachuk. Uh, just his third, you know, fourth overtime winner. Like, this dude comes in clutch for us. And what's what's weird, and I was talking to it, uh, about it with some of the guys on the trip, was like, this dude is going to end up being a top five, you know, best trade ever in South Florida sports, dog. The fact that he, we traded for him, and in the same year, we get rid of the two guys who are homegrown love type players. We get rid of those guys for this guy. He takes us all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, dog. Bro, that's, that's confirmation. That's that's confirmation that this dude is like really a next level hockey player, right? And we've never had an, a next level hockey player, dog. We've never had a guy who was the it guy. Yeah, you talk about like Ovechkin or like a Crosby. Right. Or, you know, what's this other guy uh, from Canada? Like, it's hot right now. I can't remember his name. But, like, you know, we've never had a guy like that. You know, now we got Kachuk. Yeah, dude. And and, and the, the, the way he's doing it, dog, because this is not a team 
that was just like in the bottom of the rankings and like, you know, was barely winning shit and he came and turned the page. No, this team was already accustomed to winning. Granted, they had suffered bad losses in the playoffs to a championship winning Tampa Bay team, right? But they had, they had suffered those losses and had came back from them to have a good season. This season was rough, you know, with, with Coach Mitchell, um, inserting his game plan and trying to figure out a way to have these guys all find some type of chemistry and then have it be effective in the, in the, in the postseason, which is the most important place to have it. You know, you, you talk about winning a game in seven series against the number one Boston, right? Then you go out to win the second series in five games only to improve your record yet again and sweep the Carolina Hurricanes to get into the San Diego finals, dog. I'm I'm sorry, dog, but this is like unprecedented no, shit, it, dog. It absolutely is, bro. We we're at a loss for it. I mean, the the Panthers' season was literally right dependent on another team losing this year, dog. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, like it, it was predicated on the fact that somebody else lost, and we got into the playoffs, and then when we got in, we stayed it, and we kicked everybody else out. And it's it's just like the Heat, man. We've talked about the parallels. It's it's really unreal, you know. Uh, again, we we don't know hockey the way that we do know the the uh, the, the Heat and, and basketball in general. But we've been covering these guys now for the last three years, and you know we saw when we got that buzzsaw that was Tampa in the first round two years ago, and then we saw we got past the first round against Washington oh, against the Caps last year. You know, that was like... Set the bar. Set the bar for us. And that point last year, we said, all right, this is it. This is it. We need to get to the Stanley Cup. It's Stanley Cup or bust. And dog, this whole season was just a bummer. <laughs> like, we just couldn't put it together. We was like, man, did this trade really work out? Is this the coach? You know, are we really, you know, were the last couple seasons a fluke? You know, we have still a lot of the same guys, you know, Barkov, Bennett, uh, Verhage, you Ryan know what Hart. I mean? Reinhardt. You have a lot of the same core group of guys, and you, you weren't able to pull it together. And then lo and behold, you win a couple games at the end when it matters most, and a couple guys will lose a couple games when it matters most for us. And we just backdoor our way into a playoffs and play like there's no tomorrow because for these guys, there really was no tomorrow, dog. Nah, dog. And they did, you know... In, in order, I feel like sometimes in order to win a championship, right, or to be on that championship level, you have to find something deep within you guys as a team to say, we have to close ourselves out from the rest of the world, really believe in ourselves, figure out ways to win, believe in each other, and trust each other on the ice to make that good play, to make that check, to clear that puck, to come, to bounce back and come down if they have a breakaway. All of those things were happening for the Panthers, dog, and it showed in the way that they won games. Right, one zero, two zero, three two in overtime, four three. Right before it gets to overtime, and it just sick like intensifies what this this postseason has meant to the Panthers, especially your their front office, dog, because those guys have invested in this team, dog. You know, like they've really put the work in to put pieces around each other to to build this chemistry and have that happen. And then to go out there and make the trade, like you said, and bring in a guy like Matthew Kachuk and have him be the actual X factor to be like, hey, Set this bitch ablaze. We're in the playoffs. It's us against the world. Nobody's giving us a shot. We fought our ways, fought our ways here. And now we're in the position where we can dictate our future. 
And like I said, dog, they went from winning series in seven games to five games to four games. That's that's hard to do, dog. No, it is, man. And, and you know, aside from Kachuk and the game-winning goals and, you know, the, our guys putting the puck in the net, man, you know, the other guy that gets has to get – you know, his flowers and a lot of the praise is, is B- Big Bob, man. Big, Big Bob. Bob has had a huge postseason for us, man. And and it's, you know, a couple of years ago, it was, just, you know, Spencer Knight, Big Bob duo, right? Right. We haven't really seen a lot of Spencer Knight this year, you know, no. in the postseason. It's been the Big Bob show, and Big Bob has delivered. He's healthy. He's, you know, he's... He's, I mean, he's still, he's still in his prime, you know, as far as what he's delivering for us night in and night out. I mean, I don't know how many shots on goal they had in that last game. I mean, probably every game. I think they, they, they out, they outshot us on shots on goal and we stopped them all, dog. Dog, this dude is carrying a 93.93.5 save percentage rate, dog. He's faced 504 shots, dog, and only given up 33 goals. That's unheard of. That's wild. Those, those just pure. You don't got to know hockey. You don't got to know hockey to understand those pure numbers right there, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah, man. Averaging only allowing 2.2 goals a game. Like, again, you talk about defense, like we were talking about with the Heat. Like, the Panthers' defense, dog, has, has only been a brick wall because... Big Bob Sergio Bobrovsky has built Sir, that. Sergey Sergey has built that wall, dog. You he know, has. by himself, dog. Has. And another thing, and reinforced it. Another thing that you know, <laughs> going back to Kachuk, something else that Kachuk has added for us is the ability to capitalize on the power play. Yeah. How many times bro. last year? So did we, bro? Did we have issues where we just could not score on power plays? I think we had the longest streak in the league last year yeah. for most power plays without a goal, dog. And, and that's this ridiculous, bro. When they're playing a man down, how are you not capitalizing on that? You don't have to do it every single every single time, but for you to not do it once. And this year, man, we capitalize on those power plays, bro. We really yeah. do take advantage of that stuff. No, we really so, have 12 power play goals this this postseason, dog. That's uh, Compared that's to last year, bro, that is leaps and bounds. That's amazing, dog. And, and, yeah, you need stuff like that, dog, because, again, you have the stars. And, again, you know, in the moment, like, you want your main guys to be the main guy. And Matthew Kachuk has been the main guy. We've seen uh, Carter Verhage and his amazing run this this postseason. We've seen uh, uh, Barkov hit big goals and beautiful goals, right in between the legs type shit, backhanded. We've seen all of that. But the guy who's put us in, like won the game for us, put us in position to win the game, makes the assist, makes the hit, has always been Kachuk. Yeah. And it, and it feels like though you hit those things every once you know once every 10 years and this is it for the panthers dog this is not only an uh, an amazing run which it has been but it's really like uh a coming together thing where every all the moves they have done prior to this has worked and now they're in the in the in the position where they can reap the benefits of every everything they've put in man putting yourself in the Stanley Cup finals when nobody really had you in it um nobody thought that you could ever get to that right uh just a credit to the owner and the credit to the GM for for sticking with it for sticking with it and making the the right moves because everything has worked man everything has worked even bringing Big Bob in right because he didn't finish the season Alex Lyon did kind of right he had more games to finish the last 10 games of the season but Big Bob has just stepped up dog I said it 504 shots man that's that's tough to do that's ridiculous that's man. tough to do man and and this guy has has really Found another level. Big Bob has found another level because that's what he was brought for. His postseason um, experience, his ability to really step up in the postseason. He has that. And we hadn't seen it yet as a Panther. 
And, bro, this was the perfect time for him to show it, man, because he's been outstanding for us. And we've needed every single minute of ice that he's been on, man. And it's just been nice. It's been, uh, you know, nice to see the Panthers reach this level. Like you said to begin the segment, reaching it at the same time that the Heat are reaching this level. Like, this is the first time type shit in history, you know? And that that stuff, man, is is really cool to to me as a sports fan because I love for those moments to happen and be like, yo, you remember in 2023, dog, when we had both the Panthers and the Heat in the finals? Like, not a lot of teams or in cities are going to be able to say that. And right. now we're one of them. Right. And no, man. And, and we're facing, I mean, it's funny because, you know, we both, we're both down here, right, uh, for South Florida, both of our teams. Yep. And we're both facing big, basically west coast teams you know we were facing you know we got magic city versus sin city in one yeah. and magic city versus the mile high city in the other yep. you know so it's uh we're gonna it's gonna be tough for both of these teams man especially with those west coast travels yes you know going all the way across and, and back and all that stuff um and then you talk about denver and the altitude and all that i don't know if vegas you know the partying is going to come into play and be a factor for the players I don't think you so. know in, in the stanley cup who knows it's always a factor when it comes to vegas true, true. um but but um, yeah, I'm really excited, man. I don't know a lot about the Knights. I know that they were an expansion team from a few years ago. True. And they've been really good ever since then. You know, part Getting of the, the way that the expansion works in hockey that you've explained to me, they kind of get a pick from every right every, every team. team. And I think they even had somebody from our two team. Two of our players. Two of our real good players. Including a goalie. <laughs> there you go. So, like, uh, there's some good storylines I think that are going to yeah. be developed around this. And uh, I can't wait, man. I'm even interested in looking at some tickets for, for one of these games, possibly. That'll be dope, at, That'll at be dope man. Um, yeah, and it, it'll be worth the money, dog, to be honest, right? Because how often do you get to say you went to a Stanley Cup final in South Florida, dog? And saw your team play. And saw your team play, right? Uh, but, yeah, for for that reason in itself, it's, it's really dope. Um, as far as the Kings go, the the, the Knights, whatever, they're, they're a team that is – Basically, a good team. They, they've shown that ability to battle back, right? They came back on the Dallas Stars in order to reach the finals um, and win the, the West Coast. But I really think that the level of intensity and chemistry that the Panthers have right now hasn't been matched in hockey. Just hasn't. We haven't seen it. No, no team has been dominant as as the Panthers have. And if you tell me you're dominant over a stretch of three games, okay. But the Panthers have been doing it for like twelve games straight now. More. You know, you come back on the Bruins. Four plus. Uh, you come. You you whooped the crap out of the Toronto, seven, and then out of the you seven, sweep. You weren't dominant, but I mean that led to a dominant. Yeah. So I guess about twelve games. Oh, you're you're, right, you're eight and one in your last nine games. Yep. Yep. So no, it's full confidence, man. And nobody I, has that. Nobody has that on the West Coast. No. So that's why I'm saying, like, no, the Panthers and, and should we're be well rested. Here. You know, we we got done last week. These yeah. guys just got done last night, so they're gonna have two, three days of rest. Granted, yeah. I think they're at home. They have the higher record. They're the higher seed. Yeah. Um. So they have home ice advantage, but you know we're well rested. So we should know, be good, man. We should Game be. one is Saturday, June third, um, in Vegas, right? Then we have game two Monday. We'll be recording. We'll figure that stuff out. And, and then the home games. Back. Yeah, the home games, Thursday and Saturday, June 8th and June 10th. I don't know. Sponsor. We'll see, dog. We'll see. Hit us up. Might be dope. Hit us up. Hit us up. Now, it's... It, it, maybe, it's maybe we'll get the Empire Boutique Suite yeah, that, at the game. <laughs> you know? We got to pitch that idea to dog. Steve, dog. Yo, let's just sponsor the booth, dog. Just the whole thing. Sponsor the booth, We'll dog. fill it up with people. Don't worry about that part, man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. 
Uh, man, I, re- I really got a good feeling about this Panthers team. I, I, I got I a good feeling too. about this Panthers team. I do team. too. So make sure you guys are tuning in, man. Now's the time to get in. Well, I mean, you're going to be forced to watch them because uh, they'll be on imagine, every other day. Can you imagine a joint parade? So, Yo, that'll be wild. I'm taking off work. Um, bro. For both. 100%, dog. 100%, I mean, right? If, if, if that happens and there's a the mic parade, out there, the whole you night. get the Larry O'Brien trophy, oh, right? That's the, that's the NBA yeah, Finals yeah, trophy. Yeah, yeah. And the, 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 the Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. Right next to each other, bro. That's a spectacle. Pandemonium. That's a spectacle, bro. Come on, dog. Come on, Nick. It's gonna happen, dog. It's gonna fucking happen. It's gonna happen. Speaking into existence, brethren. Yeah, man. Uh, make sure you guys are tuning in. It's definitely worth the watch. Definitely, definitely worth the watch. Now we got to get to the most important part. You know, you're wearing it on your hat. You got the new logo out right now. Go check it out on the Mammy Golf Bros Instagram page. It's really dope. I really love that. Um, shout you, out bro. to you Thank for putting you. out the swag bag. You know, I, I should have rocked my my polo, but it was That's dirty. Probably from dirty from using it. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh uh, man, it was what a it trip. Was, what a was, trip. It was amazing, amazing, man. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody. Um, that came and was a part of it, man. It was it was awesome. Everybody that was there was part of the same vibe, part of the same you know good time. You know what a camaraderie. It, exactly, man. You know my 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 tagline on the original logo is competition and camaraderie, and that's exactly what we had this weekend, man. We had competition, but the boys you know really got to hang out, and that's that's what we live for for these trips, man. Is really get together, share some good laughs, make yeah, some good man. memories, some funny stories. You know things we're gonna laugh about for years to come. And, and we definitely got that. Uh, thank you personally for, for oh, helping dog, me out with some a, content out delighted, there. Dog. Yeah, um, that was awesome. You good know, work. we we got some some good stuff. If you haven't checked it out, just go to uh, Miami Golf Bros on Instagram, and right now you can check out the highlights, the story highlights, MGBO 2023. Uh, you'll see everything that that I posted throughout the weekend there. Some good content. Um, more coming soon. Yeah, we'll have some more stuff uh, like the putting contest, which yes. is an epic epic little event that we had. Which came out dope. after Saturday or Friday's so run. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait. I haven't so looked dope. at the footage or anything yet, but. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna come out really good. Um, but the swag bag, man, that was a hit. You know, we got there Thursday night, and you know that was the night of the game or whatnot. And after the loss, it was like everybody needed kind of like a pick me up. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is the perfect time. <laughs> perfect time to, to bring out this swag bag. You know that everybody contributed for, and and uh, you know I posted a picture of that, so you'll see that on on the Instagram. But essentially, it was uh, the the debut of the new logo, which is on the hat. Um, everybody loved it. Everybody loved the hat. I saw the it's hat awesome. being worn multiple times throughout the weekend by multiple people. You know, some people didn't, you know, take it off. They always had it on and stuff. So that was really dope to see. The polo was a hit being a white polo with, the, you know, with the black silhouette logo was really, really cool. Um, and I, and I even got you with a curveball because I had shown you everything prior to the trip and yeah, you, you left it with me. You were like, just give it to me and I'll act surprised. And then I actually did surprise you because there is one thing that I neglected to show you. Shit. Which was the custom ball marker that the we got. Custom copperhead, Innisbrook copperhead uh, ball marker, man. Metal. Talk to me. What, you, what were your thoughts man. about that? I thought it was an amazing final touch, dog. Um, shout out to uh, who, who, 3D Al, 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 3DP on Instagram 3DP check, design yo, Al, you killed if you him, need my boy. Uh, you know machined um, goods and things like that he does a lot of he does golf specializes in golf so if you're if you need if you're looking for bag tags custom bag tags or divot tools or ball markers Al, Al's the guy to hit up man he's the homie yeah um, what an amazing job he did on that no, because man, the they detail came out on that snake head dog is really intricate you know what I mean so like yeah it's all 3, 3D printed dog yeah bro it's, it's hardcore it, it, it's hardcore. it looks 
really, really I cool. I used it Sunday. <laughs> I used mine Saturday at I the used copperhead. It Sunday. I was like, well, today's the day. Bye, bye. Yeah. We're out here, you know? I didn't use it Saturday, yeah, but it was really dope, Swag man. Swag bag was a hit, Killed man. It. Everybody liked it, you know? Um, the resort itself, I mean, that was the first time, you know, we've done resort. We always do the Airbnb what thing. What a great choice by you, man. Last year, we had to bunk up. Everybody, you know, had to share beds, you know, with somebody else. And, you know, we're growing up, man. Not everybody likes doing that, you know? So uh, I made it a point to find a resort for this year. And, and I had heard good things about Innisbrook and it was awesome, dog. Everybody, you know, it was a big campus. It felt like we, I was back in college again, you know, like people yeah. just coming over whenever, just walking in, you know, just hanging out, the grabbing doors a unlocked, beer. Bro. <laughs> doors unlocked, come in. You know, like it just, that was dope. Uh, us having that corner balcony on 18 on the Copperhead. Super cool. You know, being able to, Look at the guys, you know, that are coming in, hitting shots and, you know, gamble, make bets based on their performance that we don't even know or right. applaud them or like groan, like, you know, whenever. So that guy lipped out, they're like, oh, he that heard us sucks. and shit, you know what I mean? Give a tip of the cap. Yeah, the, the, the one guy that made the putt and he yeah. spiked his hat on the ground. Were you nice. there for that? Nah, I missed that one. Oh, dog. my God, dog. So these guys walk up to the green and we're all out there and, you know, they're like, one of them's like, oh, like, hi, you know, like make some noise or whatever. And we're like, yeah. And then Rob makes a good point. He's like, bro, he's probably competing against that guy and probably trying to fuck him up you know trying to oh, trying to get shit. us to fuck him up and we probably Genius. just did just that and then the other guy went to putt and we were hyping him up and he drains the putt dog like a 10 foot putt and we all go crazy I recorded that when I was in the stores he goes crazy everybody goes crazy yeah and the guy grabs his hat he takes it off and he slams it on the ground <laughs> Yeah, it was epic. Awesome. It was awesome, what a weekend, bro. dog. And yeah, bro, you know what? I really got to compliment you, dog. You did a great job of not only picking a place that really catered to our needs, right? Everything was really nice in the rooms. But everything was very spacious. Um, the the convenience of having to just go right there to the driving range or to the putting green and, and do whatever you wanted to do, right? We had the breakfast breakfast included. Um, and, and the way that you brought everybody together, dog, what an amazing group. And uh, we owe it to you, big dog. So on behalf of everybody, man, we want to thank you, dog. We can't wait to do it again. Uh, and no problem at all, bro. Especially when I took everybody's money in the end too. That, al- the that also that also wow. helped. I mean, it not you know you know it was. I heard a couple of things. Like, man, Joel's putting a lot of work into this. You know, he's doing a lot. Make sure you guys look out for him and all that. And I did that gladly, man, because I, I really that's it, it all came to fruition exactly how I had it in mind. I wanted to do a, a three day stroke play tournament, all different levels. Perfect. You know, but every, give everybody a chance to everybody was have multiple it. games, multiple opportunities for you to go out and win. You know. The first day, you know, we do a random draw and Forte, who didn't have his best round, gets paired up with the low round of the day. Amazing. You know, and Rob, shout out to Rob, uh, who had a phenomenal weekend too. And, uh, you know, because of Rob, Forte won some money right there off rip that weekend. You know what I mean? People Uh, had skins. You had skins. You had greenies. You know, we had had longest drive, which your boy took two of them. You know what I'm saying? It was dope, man. It was really, really cool, dog. Again, for, for people who are... Looking to get into golf and do things like this, man, like this was an excellent, you know, tipping point, you know, like an well, excellent bar marker, you know, like well, and, everything and, was and perfect. So for, for guys like you and John and, and my cousin Danny, who Shout this is your Danny, first man, golf please. trip experience. Yeah. yeah you know what sure. I mean? I, I, I hope that this now set the bar for you guys. And if anybody in the future ever invites you on a golf trip, it better be at least they in better come correct. Yeah. It's not don't invite you. You know what no, I'm saying? No, like, don't. cause you know, there's stop put into this. There's planning, there's careful thought and planning and yeah. every, there's, you know, there's, there's rhyme to every, you know, reason and everything you know yeah, what I mean like, that I try to put to, towards it so um, I'm, I'm happy man I'm happy the way it turned out you know I'm happy I won I got the hardware yes sir um, and beautiful I can't, little trophy too man I can't wait a shout out to Mikey on that man yeah, Mikey, man. Mikey made it happen through Trophy Land USA 
Shout out to Chubby man. man. All the boys. But um, it was a great weekend, man. Great weekend. I, and I can't wait for MGBL 2024. Ooh, he's going to be fire. We were talking about it earlier. Like, looking. I'm not even going to say Gotta that. Got to step it's, it up. Just, 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 know, just know that. We, it's going to be fire. We've, I've done this trip now. This is the third iteration of it. And every year since the first year, I've stepped it up. Like, I've elevated, you know, what we do and how we do it. And. That's just going to be the way that we keep doing it from now That's on. Every bar, year, baby. we just got to get better. That's just like our heat and just like our Panthers, Let's dog. Let's go, man. That's the bar, man. So if you haven't already, make sure to go to the Miami Golf Bros YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you got those notifications on because you're not going to want to miss the content that's coming to you from the Miami Golf Bros Open for 2023. And it's time, Joel, to tell a Heat fan. To tell a Panthers fan. To tell another Panthers fan. To tell a Martins and a Dolphins fan. To tell another Heat fan about this amazing podcast that we got here, man. We include all sports, all nations, all colors, all creeds. We do all of that here because that's what we do. We're South Florida, and we love to bring you guys the sports scene down here, man. It's your boy, So. This is Joel. Till next time. Peace. Peace.